Hello and welcome to episode two of the Powerhouse podcast. So I'm joined today with a special guest and it's Trish. So just to introduce Trish, Trish has been coming out boot camps for quite some time now. How long would you say? Uh, it would be a year and three months. Cool. So mm. my first impression then, uh, I think I was doing the Wednesday Warriors, yes, which for those who don't know, it's our obstacle course race kind of theme circuit. So your tough mudders and your Spartan races and and Trish turned up, it might have been your first session, I can't remember, or maybe your first with me, and you were kind of a bit nervous to run around the pitch, whether you'd get round and stuff like that, and in your own words, your physique's changed a lot since then. Just briefly sum up, if you could, like, what's changed between that first session when you walked in, potentially nervous, potentially a bit anxious, fast forward to now. To now, okay, well, I first started, it was, it was 27, no, 2018, uh, beginning of November, um, I can remember seeing Powerhouse around and being advertised and then I came completely nervous, not knowing anybody, um, walking up those stairs and it was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Um, very welcoming, did my first boot camp and I couldn't even run to a lamppost, I was breathless. That's and uh, Daz always throws that at me. And now, where I am now, I am the fittest I've ever been. Awesome. I'm the strongest I've ever been. Um, I am very confident in my own being, which I've never been. Um, being uh, 58 years old, you'd think I'd get there by now, but I haven't, and I feel I have got there now with Powerhouse, um, with all the different activities with boot camp and the body transformations has got to me where I am. What was it, I'm really curious, what was it that kind of, I know you said you've seen it on Facebook or whatever, what was the... What was the driving force between you turning up? Was it just to let off some steam? Was it to lose a mountain of weight? Or was it, was it more confidence like you were seeking? Um, no, I don't think it was any of those, to be honest, Liam. It, it was winter. Winter, I go into hibernation. Um, I love being outdoors. Um, that's what does it for me. Just like an outlet sign kind of thing, yeah, and social, so, social sign. And I thought to myself, right, you know, no one else is going to do it. I don't know anybody there. But then I did know a couple of people there, which was quite good. And they said, oh, come along, come along. And it was just literally to get me through the winter, training through the winter, because I trained during the summer, and then come the winter, I'd just go into hibernation. And I felt, for me, my own being, my self-being, um, was to carry on, because it, I love exercise, and it gives me that feel-good factor. Mm. It just makes me feel good. Brilliant. So what was it that kept you coming back then? Was it, because I know some people just love the intensity, and as good as that is, or was it the social side of it? Or I, was it just the actual results? Do you know, Liam, I think it was probably both. It was social because everyone's just brilliant. Everyone's so friendly. You have a laugh, and you forget sometimes you're actually training. Yeah, you, you forget. It's just you're, so fun, isn't you know, it? Yeah, and quite you social. You know, you laugh and you joke, and yes, there's the serious bits about form and shoulders back, but it was the the friendship. It was the family feel, um, and it was also pushing me because I've never, I've never lifted far. a weight. Yes, I've swung a kettlebell, but never, never lifted a weight. Never done a chin up. Um, so to me, it was that variety as well. What were your thoughts on weights before you come? Was it seen as something that was maybe for the young kids out there or something that was masculine or were you yep. quite open to it? No, I, I, I honestly felt it was, oh my God, you're going to build muscles. Oh yeah, my yeah. God, it's for the youngsters. I'm too old. Because you do have this 
this sense of, you know, gosh, you hit 50, you can't be doing that and you can't be doing this. And you almost you talk yourself out yeah, with progressing, don't you? and you've got you? to start yeah. resting. And between all this, Liam, I actually hit the menopause as well. And, and that hits women yeah. big time with, with regards to your self-esteem, your hot flushes, your, yeah, yeah. your bones. Training and you, motivation yeah, and diet here. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's everything. All linked. And it completely throws you off. So yeah. I had that for about three years. And I honestly thought, oh, my God, I'm old. I, you know, getting out of bed. It was the bones. You no know, one prepares you for it. And then I thought, suddenly I started feeling good. I was coming to the end of the menopause. And boom, look at me now. I'm, I feel great. You know, where I am now, mentally, physically, and, and body, you know, I can't believe weights. I'm still in shock with weights. Yeah, we were just saying there before we start recording to, to Rachel as well, like how your opinion on weights has just completely changed. Mm -hmm. and, so, I mean, I can't remember how long you come to boot camp exactly, and there was definitive progress in terms of you running around the pitch and feeling more confident and stuff, but how would you describe how much it's accelerated since you've went indoors and you've got those scalable weights and you've got the more structure compared to kind of running around in the grass? Right, so it was end of June I started in the gym, and we're now January. Yeah. Completely different. I'm, I'm strong. Um, accelerated... I think the first six, first 12 weeks were slow, you know, a little bit slow. You start I think expectation management, yeah. a lot of people kind of need to hear that as well, yeah. you know, rather than this massive promise you're going to be shredded or you're going to lose X amount of no. weight. And it, it's often not realistic and it's such a shock to the system. It ends up being just survive the first few weeks and then you see some progress and it stalls a bit and then all of a sudden everything in your life kind of aligns where you've got the yeah. diet right after a few yeah. weeks, you know, kind of experimenting. Yeah. And then your body's getting the consistent signal from the exercise and your form's good and it just kind of snowballs yeah. and all of a sudden it happens without yeah. you really wanting and, it. And to be honest, Liam, and you know, with, with regards to protein, no one's told me about eating that protein yeah. and, and diet and calorie deficit. I've never heard of it. I've never counted a calorie in my life. In my life, I never ever. And since I started, it's amazing how it, your mindset changes with everything. You know, like today I had a jelly bean and it was four calories. But, you know, it swings and roundabouts. It's having the nice bits, but also having your healthy bits. Yeah, and, and like you've done social events at Powerhouse and stuff. And, you know, we're not really big on like you must not drink and you no. must not eat chocolate. And I think, it's about that balance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I think, Liam, I think that permission that you give to us individually is that, you know, it isn't this diet you've got to strip to. I've never been on a diet. You know, yes, I've tried to eat healthy. Um, I've never counted calories, but it is... You know, it's your lifestyle, it's your future, it's where you want to be in years' time. Yeah, well. I think a lot of people don't really realise that, but as you get older, it's important, it's longevity mm. and function and being able to move and stuff, and it's a, it's a huge oversimplification, but use it or lose it. So if all you're doing is kind of getting up and going to work and socialising with friends and stuff, and there's no real kind of... No, there's no real train or structure or yeah. purpose even, yeah. and you're not really kind of working the big movements or anything, and you're not lunging, squatting and pressing and pulling... And you know you might do some biking on your own or some walking, and but you're kind of missing the point a bit. And it might you might get away with it until you're 50, 60, 70, and at some point you're going to start losing that mobility and that kind of quality of life. And I think a lot of people don't really think about that, and it, it's just good. And a lot of that comes with weights as well, doesn't it? It's quite but important. But I, I think also that society makes you think, oh, you get old, and this is what's going to happen. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, a lot of it's a mindset shift, yeah, isn't it? it doesn't have to be that way. You know, um, I have ladies at work who go, God, you're mad. Why are you doing that, you know? And, and they're like, oh, I can't do that because I've got bad yeah. knees. And I'm thinking, well, I wonder why you've got bad yeah, knees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, lose some weight. But it's, it is all about what you want. 
no one can tell you what to do. You've got to be ready for it. You've got to be ready for, you know, listening to your podcasts and listening to diet, listening about sleep, everything like that. It all marries. And you've got to be ready to accept that. If you're never ready to accept that, it isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, right, so one question I did want to ask is, and I honestly don't want you to just plug Powerhouse too much. I honestly want you to think of, like, what if there's someone listening back home, family and friends who live a bit further away, what would you say to someone who's around your kind of age group? And that's essentially, old. <laughs> <laughs> that's won't say the age. But, uh, what would you say to someone who's that, got that kind of mindset, but they maybe hear something like this, they want to get in shape, what would your advice be them to be? Would it be just going and try at a gym, any boot camp? Would it be to kind of just focus on diet? Or what would your advice be? Um, right, OK, my age is 58. I'm not embarrassed about it. No, you shouldn't be. I'm not embarrassed at all. Uh, 58 years old, and what would I say? Um, I'm not allowed to plug Powerhouse, but why can't I? No, I'm not, I'm not saying you can't. Just, I didn't want it to be this big, big force thing. I was just thinking, because like, um, a lot of people, like you say, they, have, they want to get in shape, but they yeah, don't know where to start, yeah. for example. I think, to be honest, I think the first thing is calorie deficit. Yeah. Get on your fitness app and literally put everything down that you put in your mouth. Yeah. Um, to me, that was such a shock when I first did it because I've never done it in my life. Um, one was to be aware of foods and, and cal- I never thought a chilli had calories. I didn't have an onion had calories. So, you know, going into calorie deficit, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, and I think with calorie deficit, yes, it is diet. It's also walking around a bit more or oh, that's exercising, yeah. you know. So I think everyone wants to kind of out-train the diet when and it comes with impact and tiredness yeah. and soreness. When if you did just go for these long walks, I mean, I don't know if you remember the three peaks training yes. we did, how a lot, of the, a lot of the faces on that had been coming to boot camp, like yourself, mm. for, for quite some time. And all of a sudden, the weight started dropping off of them. Yeah. And it wasn't because they were dieting, because after them walks, they were having Sunday roast and a pint half the yeah. time. But it was just dripping off them because walking is something, it's low intensity, and because it's low intensity, you can do it for hours on end. And it's simple. And it's it doesn't simple, cost, yeah. if, you know, people worry about money, it doesn't day. cost anything. Exactly. Um, so to me, it's calorie deficit, exercising, protein. Protein, yeah. Protein. <laughs> it's interesting, because I think most people just say eat salads and eat less yeah. and eat less volume and stop eating chocolate, but no one actually says, like, well, they are now, but when I was younger, no one was actually telling me to eat more protein, mm. you know, more sources of fat to kind of regulate your appetite and stuff. It was all, okay, you weigh a certain amount of weight, you want to lose weight, you've got to eat less. No one was actually saying, like, how to structure your diet. It was just, you know, stop eating salads, stop, stop eating yeah. crap and start eating salads, if, if I can correct myself. Yeah, and I, and I think also is that people think protein and they think steak, that's what I've got to have all the time, but it isn't. You know, you've got your pulses. You've got almonds, you've got a mixture of things. Yeah, you've got like tofu and yeah. soy and fish mm. and all sorts of eggs. So to me, I think the most important, my age, calorie deficit. I think yeah. that's been a big one to me and strength training. Yeah, I think the thing with calories is, especially for people listening, you definitely don't have to do it, but I think a lot of the people are going to kind of just cuff it and guess are going to be missing out on real progress. I always describe it to clients who don't quite get it as, it's like having a sat-nav. So I use the example, I used to work in Scotland with the RF and, you know, I could kind of drive there without my sat-nav because I've earned the right to and mm. I kind of know the way, you know what I mean, so you can turn up. So I relate that back to dieting because I've dieted before. I have a rough idea what it takes. I haven't counted calories for years, but the time when I did it was the most consistent and, and it just gives you some understanding. So if you put that postcode in the sat-nav, you know you're going to get there. Yes. It might take you a certain amount of time, but you know you're going to get there. Mm. When you use that calorie, calories, you can't guarantee how much weight you lose, 
but you guarantee that you're on tr right track if you stick to it. And if at any point it slows down and you reduce your calories, you know what I mean? That gives you that understanding of what you mm. eat. Absolutely. And then it also empowers you a little bit to kind of sneak things in, like your jelly beans or your tequila or your chocolate. My tequila, yes. With me, where I think if, <laughs> if someone at home is listening and want to go, well, I'll just eat salads, I'll just eat healthy, they'll go no. clean. And then one day, eventually, they'll have the takeaway of the chocolate and they, th they feel like the whole week's gone or the whole day's gone. And then potentially might go into a binge. Whereas if you had a calorie goal and it was, say, 2,000, whatever it was, you can fit things in, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I think it's also... It's not for everyone, but yeah, it helps. But I think it's also giving yourself permission, you know, yes, have, have something naughty, but don't feel guilty about it, because do you know what? You can work it off. Yeah. So, to me, yeah, calorie deficit is a big thing. How are you finding the indoor training downstairs? I came to boot camp for outdoors. Yeah. I love being outdoors. Um, I used to... I've never been in a gym before. I've never done gym work. Never wanted to because I found it quite intimidating. Yeah, that's quite I, a common theme, um, isn't it? Yeah. I didn't know what to do. I had no idea there were these things there and I didn't know what the hell to do with them. Um, but the gym training is just fun. I'm a six o'clock girl in the morning and it's fun. It is fun. It's hard work. You push yourself. Um, the feel-good factor is when you push some more weights on. Um, and I think also being you know, picked up on your form all the time and doing it the right way. I think that's huge, isn't it? Because um, even me, who's now brilliant. a PT, there was, there was a point when I, I never used to deadlift because I, I knew my form would be crap. And then there was this point before I was qualified still and I used to be more confident to go and lift the weight, but it was still looking back now, I'm embarrassed by the form and no one was correcting me. And it was only kind of when you invest in yourself and you get qualified, you realise how silly it was. And, mm. and I know myself and a coach, and probably the same for the other coaches, is that we feel like we're just stopping you making our mistakes with me. So yeah. all the things I wish I knew, I'm now passing on to yourself and all the other which kind is, of gym you know, members. It's just amazing. And I think the knowledge of, of, of the instructors is amazing. And the support with, with everything. You know, I'll be going, oh God, I can't lift that. And Liam, you'll be going, you've got this, Trish. You've got this, and I'm like, well, no, I haven't. But no, it's brilliant. It's all, it's all really scalable as well, isn't it? Because like yeah. you say, you slap that weight on, it makes you feel good. It's a sense of achievement. Oh, absolutely. That makes you want to come back for more, and it makes you want to kind of keep continuing to eat well, continue yes. to eat well, because you see the results in it. Whereas one of the limitations of boot camp, as good as it is and as fun as it is, you probably burn a similar amount of calories to what you burnt last week, mm -hmm. lifting the similar weights to what you lifted last week, mm -hmm. in the similar weight to last week, so... You're going to get the endorphins, you're going to get the kind of social side of it. But like yourself and a few of the indoor people, their results have been accelerated with the gym stuff. And mm. like, you know, I'm the same, we like our outdoor training as well. I think they just complement each other nicely. Yes. I mean, now the, the indoor, well, I've completely changed, completely body shape from when I started boot camp to where I started the body transformation to where I am now, a completely different shape, completely. Um, I'm over the moon and as you say because you've got that real self good feeling about it and and you see it when people say things the clothes you put on you actually feel good it's just this great big and all, oh, all just snowballs isn't it because yeah. you, know, you associate eating well and training with mm. kind of feeling good and looking good it's easy for you to do it whereas i think i don't know person who's at home like in theory now potentially trying to diet on their own and trying to train on their own at some point they'll be frustrated because they haven't seen results and then think, what's the point? 
Whereas because you kind of you're seeing these results now, it's very easy and things snowball. So it's almost like you've just got to stick to it. And at some point, the results will happen like week on week. And every time I see you now, you're looking different and you get compliments off the other yeah, members absolutely. and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of people do say, oh, I haven't got time. Well, we all have time. Yeah, I think we you've got to make it. Yeah, I, I would time. say you won't find time. You've got to make it. You've got so to make it. it might be 6 a.m. for a lot of people. Because yeah. people say they don't have time, but they get up at 8. And a lot of people have kids and lifestyles and mm. jobs and things. But there's evenings, you know, some jobs that you trade at lunchtime. We have lunchtime classes. Like, yeah. there's all sorts you can do. Uh, one thing I want to touch on actually, because I just thought of it, and I don't want to not speak about it, but uh, I can remember a box fit as well, your first session, how oh underconfident you were, <laughs> how, uh, I was going to say uncoordinated, but you, you, you weren't quite, I, was, I mean, I you was, probably said a lot worse to be honest. Yeah. dreadful, Liam, oh, I can remember that first box fit, I'm like, oh my god, I can't think, my head, my hands weren't doing the right things, yeah. and I can also remember the finisher, I stopped. I did too, and I went, I can't do it. I gave up. Yeah. But now, completely and different. When, when it was summer, you were like pounding around the, the bloody uh, field and you're like racing, <laughs> racing, racing all these young bucks. Yeah. Which is pretty good to see. But I mean, I mean, the boxing as well, I actually wrote a post today, which I haven't put out yet. And it was, people think, you know, boxing, it, a box fit is just like boxing, like you bring your gum shield and you, you get beasted and stuff. And, and if you're not into that, it's like, what's the point when I can just go to boot camp? But there's... Even the coordination and the oh. balance and going back to like use it or lose it. Like when's the last time in life people are stepping left and right and rolling and bobbing and weaving and the second you're in life you roll an ankle or something. So it's there's a lot of things that you just can't get in real life and it's nice stress relief. Yes. And then you'd be Absolutely. surprised what you can pick up breath. I do think the box fit puts a lot of newbies off because it's seen it seems a big scary thing, but what would you say to someone like that? It's not. It's not. It's it I think I think the ownership's on yourself because when I came in the first time I'm like, oh my god, I've never done box fit in my life. Oh, and I can remember going, I can't do this. But And I was the same as well, I teach it yeah, now. And I, my hands and my head, it was like, I can't remember everything. But in time, with continuity, you know, coming every Saturday, and it's on a Thursday now as well, you know, just turning up, doing those movements, it, it gets better. It gets better. I mean, I've got so much stronger. My punches are so much stronger. Pack I did lose it. I now. did lose it now and again and have a giggle, but hey-ho. <laughs> Awesome, right? Uh, anything else for us, or anything else you'd like to add? Um, what else have I got to add? I'm just amazed. I, I think I'm absolutely amazed at what I've achieved through Powerhouse Bootcamp. Um, you three, well, I'm going to pump. You know, you three guys are amazing. Yeah, that's cool. You three are amazing. Um, Appreciate that. I cannot thank you enough to where you've got me um, today. Um, having bootcamp in my life has has been something I needed to do for me and it's given me so much strength to, to cope with life and um, I'm going to keep coming awesome oh, I'm gonna say, well, we're, we're very happy to have you I mean like you are a bit of life and soul of the boot camp kind of thing oh, and, thank you. you know I know everyone likes interacting with you and stuff so when Daz and Josh mentioned getting someone on to me like you were the big obvious choice especially as you were the first person to mention to me to do my own podcast mm. which I've done and I've not looked back since and uh, so we've now started our podcast uh, Powerhouse podcast which hopefully heads in the same direction yeah. and you won't be the last guest but it's been awesome to have yeah, you on thank you so, uh, thank you Liam thanks for coming on appreciate no. you opening up and appreciate you talking to me and thank you. have a nice night thank you very much bye